the Homeschool High School podcast from SevenSistersHomeschool.com, brought to you by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. I'm Sabrina, and I'm sitting here with Vicki and Kim, and we're going to talk about all things Homeschool High School, because that's what we do. Indeed. Yeah. That's us. So today it's something uh, on the topic list that you may never have heard of. I have met lots of people who have said, wait, what's a what? <laughs> Master portfolio. Indeed. Doesn't that sound sophisticated oh, or powerful? It does. It sounds I want very to have artistic. A master portfolio. Yes. So, Vicki, what's a master portfolio? It's what makes you an awesome homeschool mom. How's that? Ah, there you go. I want to be an awesome homeschool mom. <laughs> So, so we got started with our local homeschool high schoolers many years ago who were not good SAT fits. Like the, there are just a lot of kids who should not be wasting their time taking the SATs. Isn't it lovely that society and universities are beginning to understand that there are some kids who just shouldn't be wasting their time taking the SATs? I mean, it's, it's nice that there's finally a movement understanding that standardized testing is not... The thing that measures everybody's ability. Yeah, it's not mm. the best predictor of success. Yes, there we go. It's, it's good sometimes for my work as a counselor. I get to traumatize <laughs> kids who had no business going off to college. Um, so if you have a traumatized teen who is having test anxiety, go to VickiTillmanCoaching.com. Vicky <laughs> <laughs> that would be cheesy. So uh, anyway, but, but and there's kids who are going into the workforce. They're going to have mm-hmm. careers, and they don't need college. They just need vocational training. And they're going to have a career and get paid more than any of us do. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, the SATs is a waste of their time. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't need the stress. So we needed a kind of a standardized way to be able to say, yes, this kid is getting a quality education. And so we came up with a master portfolio. All right. So it is not for standard college-bound kids who are doing that route. It is more for career-bound kids who are not happy test takers. And so it is better for that. Why? I mean, obviously it skips the testing part, but then mm-hmm. why is this? Why is this? So, so a master useful? portfolio pulls the best of their work over all four years of high school into one place so that there's clear evidence of instruction. You know, some of us from way back in the ancient days used to have to take our portfolios to the local evaluator from the school district, district, you know? So taking that idea, but consolidating four years into one meaningful portfolio. So at the end of four years, the kids could show anybody who asks, yes, my transcript really means something. My diploma really means something. Look, these are my papers. These are my math tests. These are, you know, my history projects and all that. So they're, they're covered by evidence. So it's like a homeschooler's greatest hits album. Oh my goodness. Right? (laughs) Because we all know that there are artists who were basically one hit wonders and then they tried to put out a greatest hits album and we looked at the list (laughs) and we said, nobody knows any but like one of these songs. This is not, this doesn't count. But when somebody like, you know, a really talented band put out a greatest hits album, you knew all 14 songs backward and forward. You're like, wow, yes, they did a lot and they were awesome. So there you go. Sorry. Which <laughs> ADD moment that made me think about if, if the kids like pop music mm-hmm. and want to get some philosophy credit, oh, yes. oh, they oh. should go to the podcast oh, Top yes. 40 Philosophy, which is about 
philosophy. It's fabulously fun, mm-hmm. and it makes your brain work at the same time. Log some hours mm-hmm. for electives. Yes. Top forty philosophy. You betcha. All right, yeah. excellent. So, um, concretely, how do you do this? I mean, you said that you've got you know math tests that you're trying to show the four years, kind of, kind of, you know. <laughs> <laughs> in a single does it go into one binder does it go into a box yeah. does it so it's know. like scrapbookers heaven for homeschoolers good one that does would it be have to be beautiful like a scrapbook what if you're not very artsy crafty all right so if you were an artsy crafty teen you could make your master portfolio all scrapbooky. yeah you mm-hmm. could but if you're not, you just take a honking big binder, mm-hmm. you know, the really the big old one. four-inch puppy. Yeah. yeah. I'm not good at measuring. Yeah. Yeah. The one that goes across your hand. You like, know? Yeah, that's a three-inch. So. Yeah. Like, yeah. try yeah, to find it at yard sale because you, you have to go buy it. They're really you can't expensive. can't actually see my shelf <laughs> in my office, but trust me, there are two three-inch binders. It's there. not <laughs> as big as your palm, no. the three-inch ones, but mm. the four-inch ones are... Oh my. Exacting God. details from the homeschool high school podcast. So, so you get one of those really big binders because you're going to put four years worth of the best of show in there. And then you get smaller dividers for each of the, the subjects that you're covering. So, mm-hmm. you need a language arts subject mm-hmm. divider, and you need a math subject divider, and a social studies, and a science, and a phys ed, and a fine arts. And then it would be cool to have binder uh, dividers for each of the electives, so you're okay. really showing those off. So, uh, like your human developments, your financial literacy, some yeah. of those. Well, financial literacy maybe would go in math too. But, yeah, but some cool stuff. Career exploration. Yeah. All right. So then, in each of the dividers, you, you want to have either pockets that you can slide papers into, or punch them and put them in there. So, you know, you're not you're not grading yourself, you know, mm. and how beautiful it is. But then you take for each year. So like like language arts, you want to include the the four years book list. So what did my kid read? Mm. You know, is there evidence they actually did reading? Mm. So put the book list in there. Put their papers that they wrote. Mm-hmm. So that's a, um, a, it shows progression over time. So approximately how many? If you're talking about over four years, I, I mean, is this a couple from each year? Is this five from each year? Is this, I mean, we, we often everything. have our kids write a lot. Do you yeah. keep everything? Yeah. How, what is a representative sample? When I was being the evaluator for these kids, I wanted all the papers okay. in there. Because it, usually the kids who are doing the master portfolios in lieu of SATs, um, this this was their tops, so they're not they weren't going to do like some of our kids who were pressing for honors because they wanted to get into you know yada yada college. These are kids who are just doing what they need to do to get through, so they could easily get all their papers in there. So you know four essays a year, four creative writings a year, and a research paper, and that's so that's why you need a big fat binder. Right, mm-hmm. but they're they're not that much really mm-hmm. altogether. So your book lists, your papers. Um, interactive things that they've done, like study guides, Mm -hmm. throw in at least two or three from each year that they've done. So, you know, our kids over the years usually do at least one study guide per month. Mm -hmm. And you don't need a whole bunch, but it just shows a a quality of learning. Mm -hmm. So a sample of that. 
samples of, of um, vocabulary lists if they're not like in our, our kids' um, literature study guides from sevensistershomeschool.com. Um, have the, the vocabulary built mm-hmm. in, but some do a separate. Mm-hmm. You know, they can include that. And also lists of their public speakings. Oh, yes. Do you need to have grammar in there? High school grammar is kind of this, uh, we, we've been finding in our local community, we've been sort of reevaluating. Mm-hmm. For a number of years, we didn't do a lot of standalone grammar for high schoolers because we mm-hmm. felt that by ninth grade, a lot of that should have already been in place. And now we're finding that it's not. <laughs> yeah, you know what? The world has shifted, hadn't it? Mm-hmm. Because when, when our oldest kids were in high school, so it's been kind of a while ago. While. Um, <laughs> in those days, they had hammered in grammar and language mechanics. It hammer, 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 hammer. So by the time they got to high school, it was just conditioned response. So they would include rough drafts, right. and their mm. editing showed they knew how to use the English the language. Yeah. But what I think my my surmise is that kids communicate on social media now. That's what I think too. And yeah. and so and they we've don't talked about this. This is our yeah, yeah. spontaneous yeah. But but they don't. You you can't use punctuation. You can't use proper spelling. You can't use you know write ten. You're not worried about constructing a formal letter. You right. you got 140 characters or less. Right. And so that kids thinking they default to the social media. So more and more you see atrocious. I mean smart kids, but writing. Just atrocious. My my son who teaches um, freshman comp. Uh, at the University of Maryland, mm. says his incoming freshmen write worse than the international students who had to come and prove they knew English. Wow. Like, he says it makes his hair fall out wow. how poorly mm. they can construct a sentence and, and you know, use mm. um, vocabulary and spelling, like, don't know how to use their edit squiggle lines on Word. Mm. And uh, these are kids coming out of all different kinds of school settings. So, mm. um so maybe so, this yeah. is a topic for another podcast is what do we do about grammar yeah. and age with kids who grow up on social media. That sounds like a great um, idea. So, yes. A little bit long title, but <laughs> we'll shorten it somehow. And we'll make it yeah. alliterate, so, of course. Okay, yeah, so if should, you are yeah. someone who's going to do grammar with your kid in high school because you're concerned about this and you want them to learn to write, then it, it might be a lovely thing to include a grammar workbook, something that, that shows sort of the point that you got to when you said, yeah, okay, this is this is solid, and there's enough mastery here that we feel good about this. So the point where you would take a placement test or whatever if you were going into a... a um, yeah, community college setting. or something. Yeah. 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 And then in math, you want to list the curriculum used mm-hmm. and then include tests. Mm. So, okay. And anything special that you mm. did. So you know, if you got a kid that's really into STEM, you know, some competitions, some you put some evidence of that. Mm. Science and history, same thing. The, the curriculum used... Any special projects, you put photos or, you know, put the project in there. Okay, wait, Papers. hard question. So what if it's, like, for history and you didn't exactly use a curriculum? As in logging Carnegie Hours. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Visit other log podcasts. And so, and so, yeah, you put those log, log mm-hmm. sheets in there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. So, and the same thing then, phys ed. You have put your log sheets. Um, yeah, world languages, curriculum, special projects, tests. electives. Yeah, tests, mm-hmm. and then um, the electives, curriculum, log sheets, 
special project. So you, you want to think it's a, a, a best of, or, mm-hmm. or like Kim was saying, a, a scrapbook. You want it to kind of sparkle, one, for your own benefit, for your kid's benefit, because you really are going to look at that later on. Um, but also, if they need to go show that to their evaluator, you know, either with the homeschool umbrella school or if the state still require it, or to get into some kind of vocational program, because you still run into that once in a while in the trade situations. Mm. So you, you've got to see, this is my transcript. So, and at the, at the front or back, you put the transcript and uh, they can say, yeah, you did the work for that. Very good. Yeah, it's funny, as we talk about it, I never did a master portfolio for any of my kids. But as we sit here talking about it, and, and my youngest is graduated now, I'm feeling wistful. I want I want to go make a master portfolio for them because it feels like a really important way to like capture what this was all about. You know? Well, I, I think it would be a really good thing to do to save the universe. <laughs> How, okay, wait. Tell us so years years ago i read an article by irma bonbeck or something this Uh. was a long time ago and and she said that the national geographic magazine was going to cause the end of the world because nobody ever throws them away (laughs) and the combined weight weight. is going to make the continent sink and the the earth is going to erupt and it will be the end of time And, you know, no homeschoolers, and there's two million of us now in the United States. So nobody ever throws away a portfolio except for our one friend that they burn them at the end of every year at the big bonfire. Nobody throws oh, away. Oh, just gives me the heebie-jeebies. I know, no, I can't okay. do that. Can't do my, that. my kids <laughs> and a number of their friends had a huge bonfire after they graduated, yes, and it just about killed me. Really? <laughs> really? Oh, Roasted marshmallows that. on their portfolios. Have to burn them. Really? The rest of the two million of yes. us have them sitting in our basements or attic, and it's weighting the continent down. Mm. Just like those National Geographic, it's going to be our fault when the earth just splits open. So it was we... good that my children burned theirs because now they are lighter weight than That's they were right. in all their That's original right. paper form. Yes. Ashes to ashes. So what we need to do is those of us who have finished the homeschool journey or are close to the end or whatever, we need to set a date for a special time, like a mini retreat kind of time, to go through all that stuff. Oh, we should totally do that. pull together a mask <laughs> that captures each of our children, and it's like their baby book, only not. Oh, their know? high but school like, years yeah. together. And Kim and will watch us and weep because she <laughs> has none. That is like the, the only, only way... non-clutter we have in my house, right? <laughs> the only way it will ever happen is if we go back to one of our former podcast episodes and we schedule it backwards. backwards. We gotta get it on the calendar and then find those evaluation checkpoints to there make it happen. There we go. Because we'll have to wow. gather all the information and pack it Is in the car. Is there any and... right or wrong to who should assemble the master portfolio? Mom oh, yes. or teen? All right. So there's Either not voice. one right <laughs> way. There we do. go. But, you know, we, we're big fans of the teens being involved and, and owning as much as they can. So if you've got a, if you've got a you know, 18-year-old male who's looking back over four years and all that paper, and he goes, I really don't care, Mom. Like, pick your battles. <laughs> <laughs> but if you start in ninth grade and just yeah. keep plugging, if you know this is a mm-hmm. career-bound kid... Then it might be a, you know, at the end of the fall semester and the end of the year, 
you do a scheduling backwards, you know, and, and say we're going to get our papers in and make sure they're all in there at the end of each semester. And I'm thinking it depends, again, on the purpose, not only just the mom sure. and the kid, but what's the purpose of it? Do you have, you know, a, a program that's giving you a transcript and a diploma that's really well-respected? then it's more for your use. So if your kid's not into it, then mom should do it. At our retreat, it'll just be us moms. There you yes, go. It will. There you go. And we'll have coffee. Indeed. Oh, of course. <laughs> All right, so Master Portfolios, anything that we haven't touched on? That's That was our, our list of notes, but... I think that, that people should touch on visiting our Facebook page, the Homeschool High School Good. Podcast, and Seven Sisters Homeschool Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think that would be good. And we really, really value people who share things from their homeschool adventures with us on blog posts or on the Facebook pages. And we don't always get as much of that as we would like. So I'm just going to ask people who listen to the podcast, many of you very sweetly send me emails at info at sevensistershomeschool.com because I'm the one who first checks the info at inbox. And I love getting emails saying, love listening to the podcast. Um, and it would be really groovy if you would like tell us a little bit about yourselves and your homeschools and what that adventure is like on the Facebook pages because that's a really great way for you to encourage others who are in the trenches just like you are. Yeah, our, our favorite commenter at the Homeschool High School podcast Facebook page mm-hmm. is our friends at Lest Homeschool High School. Mm. And Let's Homeschool High School is uh, a gal who is a second generation yes. homeschooler. Mm-hmm. And she always has a cool comment to make, mm-hmm. and I, I enjoy yep. chatting with her there. Yep. Yeah, Thanks, so join let's... in the conversation, because homeschooling is more fun when we help each other along the way and do it in community. Big time. All right, so we hope this has been helpful to you. If you have never heard of a master portfolio, or if you had heard of it and were considering doing it and wanted some more input on it. Um, We hope that you got that today. And we look forward to talking with you again in the future about lots of homeschool high school topics, because this is the Homeschool High School Podcast from SevenSistersHomeschool.com, brought to you by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.